Oh my goodness Love me, I radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Oh my goodness me, that took me like three minutes to finally get logged in to, like, I have literally been calling back and forth nonstop, one after another, calls in a row, to just get logged in to the switchboard. So my apologies for three minutes of dead air silence time. I couldn't even play a song to, to cover that up, you know, because when you're not logged in, you can't even click play for a music. So my apologies profusely. Um even though technically it wasn't my fault, but still, I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. We're all human. I guess robots, too. Automated systems. Got glitches, too, huh? Anyway, but we still got plenty of time, almost two whole hours. I cannot wait to talk with y'all tonight. I I don't know about y'all, but I cannot stop thinking about the Thailand cave rescue story and those wild boars soccer team boys and their coach and so many aspects to that amazing story. Wow. I ended up learning about the, I I mean, I vaguely recall the Chilean, uh, you know, Chile, uh, Chilean minor rescue. Y'all remember that 33 miners were stuck underground for 69 days until they were rescued and got out above ground uh, in Chile. And uh, of course, no no surprise. There was a movie made off that story. And so I found the movie, I guess someone, copyright or infringement intended I guess they have posted on YouTube and so I just kind of skimmed through it to kind of like get a feel of the vibe of the story and then like looked up a couple interviews and I love the guy that like sang Elvis on Letterman that uh, one of the miners that was rescued he's really funny and he can sing oh my gosh but uh anyway yeah and so um I was just thinking you know I took physics in high school and if I had heard a story of such magnitude, I probably would have been inspired to do better in science, especially physics, realizing one day you might save a life or even your own. <laughs> That's just amazing. All right. So we're going to do trending topics, including news, sports, entertainment. Um, of course, you know, there's politics and sports with the World Cup going on, Soccer World Cup. And of course, my favorite story, the Talon K Rescue and the Wild Boars Soccer Boys. I love them so much. And uh, it's so funny, everyone's calling them our boys or my boys. You know, we all feel like attached to them, you know, like we've gotten to know them recently in the news and all. And, you know, like I couldn't sleep. I don't know about y'all, but like it was, well, I mean, I don't sleep much anyway, honestly, but especially after I knew they were found. And then the last few days when like I knew one by one, they were, you know, three days in a row, they were trying to like get them out. I could not sleep no, until I knew they were all out and safe. Like I just kept thinking about them so much. It's just crazy um, to think, you know, these people like so far away that you think about that you've never even met. And that's something It's kind of amazing. And the way so many people from around the world came together and all these volunteers and these heroes and these rescuers and, oh, my gosh, the strength of the boys and the coach keeping them calm. There's just so many beautiful aspects to the story why I can't stop looking up every interview. Every day I'm, like, finding a new interview on YouTube or what have you because I want to hear more and more and get inspired more by these people. It's just amazing. All right. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of that any of those aspects of the story um again turning topics so yeah and then the world cup is sports huge sports topic right now of course um what else oh my gosh there's so much oh um 
I'm going to jazz it up a little bit. So if anyone wants a chance to call in and participate in open mic night, I am also opening the switchboard forum for that tonight. I think it'll be a great time with being inspired and all to share your poetry, music, comedy, what have you. All right. Because, you know, times like these amazing, inspiring story like that definitely can bring out some really cool um, arts, you know, like songs created out of it, movies and all. Whew. All right. I'm out of breath because it is so humid and I'm in like 104 degree weather over here in Texas. <laughs> and sometimes I have asthma and it's usually not that bad, but sometimes like today, it gets a little bad. So forgive me while I catch my breath. And on that note, I'm going to play a song. Oh, but before I forget, switch switchboard phone number, tongue tied. Area code 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk live on air. Or tweet me live on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this first song. Let me find it here for you. This is called I'm trying to find this beautiful song thing of hold on. Let me make sure I can find it before I tell you what it's called. <laughs> here is The World is Our Mother by Robert Fallon featuring Brandon Hilton. Which by the way, Brandon Hilton, my friend, I call beautifully handsome. Happy birthday to him. We both have July birthday, same birthday month. I'm not sure if he's a Leo or not. I'm a Leo. I can't remember if he's a Leo. I'll have to look that up. Anyway, he's much younger than me. <laughs> oh, like a decade or so. Maybe a little more than a decade. But anyway, I love you, beautifully handsome. I miss you. Happy birthday to you. I love that we share July as a birthday month. It's very special to me. I miss you. I'm so proud of you. Uh, check out his amazing work. He has done so much. He's, he's He started out as an internet celebrity star. Worked his way into being artist, more recently an actor. He's more recently been a fashion designer, has an awesome fashion line called House of Man, done fashion shows and more. Uh, but again, happy birthday to you, Brandon Hilton, beautifully handsome. Hope you're doing well. I miss you, my friend. And on that note, I hope you all enjoy this beautiful song called The World is Our Mother by Robert Fawn featuring Brandon Hilton. I'll be right back.
south, pull your peace flags out. Come on, put your hands up, shout. Put your hands up, pull your peace flags out. Come on, put your hands up, shout. Put your hands up, pull your peace flags out. Come on, put your hands up, shout. Put your hands up, pull your peace flags out. One more song, I'll be right back. And this is another one of my favorites. Since Brandon Hilton's birthday, I'll play another song by him. A beautiful song called You're Mine. Beautiful, short, sweet ballad. Be right back. Laying underneath the stars, looking in your eyes. My whole world in front of me is no big surprise. Told me to go, baby, go You know I come for you If you really love someone You gotta let them go Sometimes it's meant to be I'll come back for you If you wait for me I know things are gonna change But you want this heart It'll stay the same You being gone Sometimes it gets too much to bear But then I think of you And baby, I'm right there with you you broke down all my walls, you way inside my heart I don't want nothing else, lose myself and we're apart When you're right in front of me, I'm on cloud nine, I feel complete When we kiss can barely breathe, in the sand, my private beach In the sea, just you and me, so damn glad I got you, baby While I sit and wait, I'll write this song for you when you come back to me, baby, I will sing it for you. My love grows stronger each and every day. I won't give up on us, I promise you I'd wait. We drew my heart in the sand, your hand in mine again. The clouds filled up the sky, rain fell like tears in my the stars looking in your eyes My world in front of me It's no surprise You're mine Oh my goodness, y'all I have to take a moment out to watch this video I've got to take a moment out to watch this video I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself I'm not sure when I clicked the unmute button When that song ended When exactly you started hearing me uh, But anyway, there's this beautiful article and it looks like a video I'm about to watch here in just a moment and then I'll share more about it with you but it looks like the um, the wild boars the soccer team the boys you know from the soccer team that were rescued from the cave um, have a picture of Simon Simon Kunan the 
uh, former Thai Navy SEAL who returned to to duty, you know, came back back out of retirement to help save these boys, and unfortunately passed away in the process. You know, risked and his you know lost his own life in the process of saving these boys' lives. And uh, I don't know if y'all seen it, but there's this a video that was released of of the gentleman, um, like. I think on the way to the mission saying, you know, we will get these boys out alive and all that. I was like, wow, get these boys home. Like, oh, it just gave me chills thinking about it. Um, Yeah. And so it looks like from what I see from the article so far, I'm just kind of skimming it, looking at the pictures. Um, Looks like they have a really nice big size photo of, of the Kunan, the gentleman that passed away. And they all wrote thank you messages. And it's, some of the boys cried and stuff. So I'll be right back. Let me check out this video while I play one more song. Oh, but in the meantime, don't forget, we're talking about training topics, including news, sports, entertainment, of course, big topics, World Cup soccer, as well as the Thailand Cave Rescue and the Wild Boars update uh, as they recover and all, and the different, many different aspects to the story. I love hearing about, never get tired of hearing from the volunteers to the rescuers and heroes and, and just so much more. Um, and uh, to jazz it up tonight, I'm also opening the forum for open mic night. So if you have a talent, want to call in and share music, poetry, comedy, what have you, feel free to call in and share that too. Again, the switchboard phone number here is area code 323-642-1556. And make sure to press 1 to talk live on air. And or tweet me live at CoffeeTalkWC and I'll read your tweets live on air. All right, I'll be right back. Actually, I'm going to play a little compilation of some past shows and future shows. We usually play at the end of my show, but if you're just now tuning in and you're a new listener, or if you're a little listener, you can go back down memory lane with me, or if you're a, a new listener, kind of give you a feel, a vibe of the show, show you kind of like how there's a variety of topics, interviews, and such over the years. All right, so I'll be right back. Texas, I'm going to give it one more ah. chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but I can't wait to get back <laughs> to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's the problem. From, I just want yeah, chocolate I mean, mocha. you, you got to get, get some it. good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. Well, I mean, South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home, too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know? And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. We each have two families, you know? I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is, like, the monster family. <laughs> home is, like, Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. From where? Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is Ross Matthews. It is. How are you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, you're so cute. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless and, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams we rule the world And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret We all have the money, have the money There was a lot of attention 
But then it kind of cooled down. And we all drive the nicest cars. I mean, like, motto in life is just to have fun and just, um, you know, enjoy life. And, and it took so long to realize that something was missing. Oh, oh. I would like for this book to be a movie. That's my next dream. That's excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff but um it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um just you know meeting new people and meeting football players it was it was a, it was a dream come true and uh, I found that uh you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff of the things that's happened with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. I, I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, That you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. I'm so sorry, callers. Area code 612. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, ma'am. Hi, my name is Mike. I'm calling from Minnesota. How are you doing? Hi, Mike from Minnesota. I apologize. I think I accidentally had my mute button on and didn't realize it. I'm glad you called right back. My apologies again. <laughs> oh, and, and and what were you calling about tonight? What topic? Uh, I was wanted to talk a little bit about politics. I don't know if you were open to that. Or... Oh, sure. Go for it. I'm I'm open to hear all views. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just wondering, um, like, what are your? I just wanted to ask you first, like, what are your thoughts on the president and some of the things going on in the news recently? <laughs> the forty-fifth. I have very mixed emotions, yeah. to be quite honest. I apologize. For some reason, you sound like you're like underwater, so I'm like kind of hearing you in and out. <laughs> um. Okay, so the 45th, I have I have mixed emotions. I myself don't choose a party. I always vote per candidate. I've never chosen per party. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I, I can see pros and cons to, you know, different sides, uh, including things he's doing. I I guess some things ought to be on a positive note. I, I, overall, I, I really don't like him. I, I really did not want him. I don't normally even share who I vote for, but I was so passionate about not <laughs> wanting him and uh but some things he's done well like with Russia I'm like hey you know maybe there is hope maybe there is progress you know most presidents weren't willing to go that route so in that aspect I I, I give him kudos so I try to be positive but in a lot of ways I sadly feel like we've regressed yeah no I, I agree with you totally uh, I feel the same view as far as as a person you just uh, like a reprehensible individual that kind of ashamed to have him as a leader just from his character, but 
in a weird way, a lot of his ideas actually seem to be, I don't want to say positive, but they, they, they have a benefit to the nation. And I feel like he's actually done a better job once you put aside the personal aspect. And yes. it's kind of weird that, you know, and I feel like with Obama, the previous president, I feel like in a way, while he was a better person and a more likable individual and you know, someone that would be was a better representative of the country, I feel like in a way a lot of his ideas weren't that great. And I feel like he made a lot of mistakes on in foreign policy, you know, like what he did in Syria and how he dealt with Russia. And I kind of feel like in a way it's almost like, um, I don't know, it's almost like in a way Trump is kind of in a way becoming one of the better presidents in history, almost by accident. Hmm. Yeah, no, that does make a lot of sense. He He's definitely unique. Like, his approach is so different. And I, I do I do understand your perspective, too. Like, I try to see all sides. I do see what you're saying, especially regarding Syria specifically. Um, I guess in other aspects, I, I, you know, again, feel like we've regressed. I feel like we were becoming more united as a nation, more progressive. And then all of a sudden, I feel like we are more divided than ever in some ways. That's why I can't stop watching the Thailand cave rescue story because it makes me feel like the world's united every time I watch one of those inspiring interviews, you know, but I do see what you're saying. I think he is like kind of outside the box approach, so to speak, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in a way Mm -hmm. he's a moron. We can all agree on that. I mean, the guy, the entire campaign was basically like a guy tripping over coffee tables and stepping on rakes. And he would say things like three or four times a week that would torpedo anyone else's campaign. But it just in some miracle, he somehow navigated, and you know, which is why I kind of really felt bad for Hillary in the sense that to lose to someone like that speaks a mm-hmm. lot more to who she was as a candidate than to him. Because, I mean, it's almost like a football game, and the other team throws 20 interceptions, and you still manage to somehow fumble the game away. I just, I still, I still don't yeah. understand how she lost it. Yeah, uh, oh, it's people like me. I, 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 for the first time in my entire life, did not vote for either main candidate. I never thought in a million years that would be me. I have always voted for the one of the two main candidates voting on, you know, which person. But I felt so, I hate to say, I felt so against her as well that I actually wrote in the name Bernie Sanders on my ballot. <laughs> and I and I, I am rooting for him. He, he is, you know, he's running again next time, and I, I'm still rooting for him. So yeah, that's that's how I feel about that. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I was just going to ask you. That. I was going to say, um, if, if Bernie had been the Democratic nominee, do you think he would have won the election? Oh yes, oh yes. I re- I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I don't, don't agree with a lot of what Hillary did. Kind of, kind of like communist angle with him might have been a problem on the general side. Well, you know, a lot of people. Well, view maybe. Yeah, only because I I still support Bernie and all, but only because the way they get, um, what's what's the term? Oh my goodness, I'm blanking out. You know, you know when candidates are campaigning against each other and they purposely go out of their way, like you know, like Trump with Hillary, you know, go out of their way, like make sure <laughs> they show all the negative aspects. That <laughs> that in the long run, of course, could hurt Bernie, but I think he. I still really feel strongly that he would have won. I really do. I think even with all that, given and uh, said and done, he still had an absolute yeah. chance. I mean, he wasn't like a FBI risk like Hillary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But to your point, though, when you brought up the point about you feel like the country was red, did you feel like the country was unified at all under Obama? I, I, didn't, I didn't think so at all. 
I just feel like we're more divided than ever. I mean, look at all this going on with the, you know, with the topics of immigrants and border patrol and just so many different things, you know, just so many different things. I, I just, I don't see us coming together. I just, I don't. I just, it, it just breaks my heart. It seems kind of normal in a way. I'm like, I kind of, I sort of look back and kind of realize that this is sort of standard operating procedure whenever there's a Republican. Oh, yeah. It was the same way, mm-hmm. like the media. I know it's like the media, for example, when there's a Republican versus, like yourself, I'm an independent, so I try to look at things both ways. But I noticed that when cool. Republicans president, the media becomes extremely aggressive. And they, 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 hmm. they get into more of an investigative, critical analysis mode versus when a Democrat's president, they seem to be more lax and almost, almost like defending or spinning things in a positive way, like with Obama. Did you really ever see any in-depth critical analysis from most of the like we see now? Like everything Trump does on a daily basis, is like they talk about it's scrutinized. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. I think I think Obama did get scrutinized a little bit, but. I think what surprises me is some things that get overlooked at the same time. Like I see what you're saying and yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, yeah, I think it was a little more laid back at the same time. Obama was more open-minded, I think, you know, more progressive in many ways. Um, However, I I don't like things like people just assume like, Hey, I'm I mean, obviously I'm an Obama fan and all, but I don't like to be fair. um, How with Trump, you know, doing all the immigrant border control, all this mess, I don't like that people just somehow don't realize that when Obama was president, it was all happening then too. Like, to be fair, I'm like, you know, I see that perspective as well. I'm open-minded. I, I, I don't understand why those statistics weren't revealed. Like people just kind of overlooked that. I'm like, he was doing the same thing as Trump, <laughs> you know, people are still being deported and all like, I don't, the, 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 like, I think it was, I think under Trump, I mean, excuse me, Obama's presidency, weren't there more immigrants deported? Like in a many yeah, years or like something, like a huge statistic. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, they said it was like more than two million people, and it was most than yeah, it was higher than any other president before. But exactly. uh, to your point though, with that, you remember when they? Uh, I remember on Twitter they had put those photos of the children in cages, and yes. the people who had tweeted it out initially, they thought that this was like a recent thing happening under Trump, and they were using it to sort of say, "Oh, look what Trump's doing." But then right. it came to find out that those pictures were from 2014. Exactly. And it's sort of like, you know, that speaks to your point of how, you know, this problem's That's... been going on, and it just seems like people only care now because of political things. Like, right, I and that's why I try to be fair to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perception's reality, number one PR rule. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what I meant about this thing. Yeah, I was just saying because, like, I was I was working with some, you know, churches that went down there and volunteered to help. Because you know, if you remember back in 2013 and 14. You had all those unaccompanied children that came, and there was yeah. something like 68,000 showed up. And so wow. a lot of them, they were there with um, aluminum blankets, sleeping on the floor. Most of them, you know, were they were giving them – the food they were giving them was basically tortillas with peanut butter on them. I mean, it was absolutely terrible. And uh, wow. so I know I was part of a, a large group of churches that raised – we raised about $3 million, went down there, got the children oh, fed, wow. clothing, a lot of food stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but what was fascinating was how the media didn't care. Like we, we reached out to different news organizations to try to bring attention because we wanted more people to know and get involved and reach out. And oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you were trying yeah. to help so, them, and you couldn't get the media right. attention then when you needed it. Oh, wow, when it was a different political candidate exactly. president. Wow. Yeah. 
and that, that that's what really bothered me. And it was just like now all of a sudden all oh. these people like are paying attention, and it's like wait, wait, wait. And I always ask, are you paying attention because you actually care about the plight of the children and the families, or are you only caring because you're motivated by politics? And I think the reality is most people are just motivated by politics. They just want to use it against Trump, and it's like, you know, it's to me it's kind of embarrassing that that's what our country, how our country is acting. I just yeah. Well, you know what? You know what I hate. Why well, I feel like the what like my I opener myself here, like many people personally, I hate it. Sadly, but true, um, is when when I feel like it, it's like local level, personal level to nationwide, even worldwide. You know, you meet people from other countries, they make comments about your president. You go somewhere else, or they come here. But you know, on that wide scale, as well as down to just the families. Like, I mean, I've never seen so many family arguments, friend arguments. Like every day, every day it comes up. Like somebody arguing and you know i always use this uh phrase that i love this quote by michael franti the lead singer of my favorite band michael franti at spearhead love him so much and he says don't convince connect you know everyone's debating trying to prove their side they're right it's like no just connect and, and try to hear each other out and learn from each other you know it doesn't mean you have to agree but you know what i'm saying like i just get so tired yeah. of the device the divided line the arguments and all that's why i just feel like we're I don't know. It just seems like we're so more, so much more divided lately. I mean, I feel like in a way, I think we probably agree with that we, we need each other. Like whatever side politically you're on, divided mm-hmm. people help each other. The analogy I use, and this is something that a professor of mine taught me, he's a really great point. He talks about how the, the symbol of our nation is an eagle. You've got a left wing and a right wing, and you need mm. both wings to have that balance. And I want to, when you look at things politically, the left and the right, they offer different things that in and of itself by themselves would, would create imbalance and would, would kind of ruin the country. But together, it creates a balance that keeps us where we're at. But if you notice, like the left, for example, they do a great job focusing on social safety nets, looking out for the you know, people who are vulnerable in our, in our country and making sure we help the poor and make sure we have systems in place to help people who, you know, are lower classes to come up and stuff, and that's great. We need that. And, right. But left unrestrained, they, they can oftentimes go into overspending, overtaxing, and that can create a burden economically that can later on actually have a long-term effect that can have a negative impact. Well, and mm-hmm. on the right, they focus on, you know, having a balanced budget and making sure that we have, you know, taxes or systems in place that allow the economy to grow, which obviously benefits us because more people employed, better we are. Mm-hmm. And they also focus on the military aspect and making sure we're strong on the national, on the global level and all that. And that's great, too. But left by itself, they oftentimes will disregard the poor and, you know, overly emphasize, you know, business and the wealthy. And, you know, that can have a tremendously negative effect as well. So in a way, we kind of need each other to kind of keep these things in check, keep that balance that we're in that middle thing that keeps us rolling smooth. So. That's why I kind of, you know, I learned to sort of appreciate both sides versus, you know, just sort of looking at it like they're the enemy and we're the good guys thing. That's that's why. Right. No, I like that. I like that a lot. I agree with you. Like, it's it's rare for me to find someone else that votes independently, honestly. Most people I know, family, friends, strangers that I talk to are or one side or the other, Republican, Democrat. So it's it's nice, refreshing for me to meet someone like you that, that has that similar mindset. Decides per candidate. I like that, but but I, I agree. I can see the but how they balance each other out for sure. 
Well, Mike from Minnesota, go ahead. I was just my question. And if you don't know, if you don't want to talk about it. You, uh, no, no, go ahead. I just couldn't hear you. Go ahead. Ask again. No. Yeah, I was just going to ask, uh, do you believe in God? Yes, I do. Are you a Christian? Yes, I am. I'm not a certain religion. I'm just I'm non-denominational, and I believe in God. I was baptized. Ironically, I was baptized at like, uh, this is kind of an interesting story. I was baptized at like age 10. Um, I rededicated my life to Christ at like, oh gosh, high school, like age 16, 17. And the reason why is because when I was in fifth grade and I was like 10 years old, um, around that age, I, I have no idea why to this day, but my parents just for whatever reason, one morning set up an appointment with the pastor and had each my, my two-year-older sister and I each one-on-one time with the pastor right before that church service that morning. And next thing I know, I'm going to the church service being baptized. And I just start bawling, have no idea why. <laughs> and then I grow up and I get into high school and then I like feel like I understand and now I'm like really ready to do it on my own. So I technically rededicated, but I feel like that's really when I got saved. But anyway, what are your beliefs? Okay. No, similar to yourself, but I, I was an atheist when I became a Christian. Oh, you're an atheist. Yeah. Yeah, my, my second, wait, first, no, second. Second boyfriend was agnostic. Oh, that must have been interesting. It was very interesting. <laughs> Learned a lot. <laughs> But yeah, we, I always say we all learn from each other. I, I always say, like, the differences between us is what makes the world go around, you know? Like, would be boring if we were all the same. <laughs> well, Mike from Minnesota, thank you again so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed speaking with you. And follow me on Twitter, Coffee Talk WC. Keep in touch. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Thanks again. I uh, really enjoyed speaking with him. So, again, that was Mike from Minnesota. He had a really interesting insight. I really appreciate you calling again, Mike. Uh, yeah, so you all can follow me on Twitter, message me during the show tonight, tweet me your thoughts uh, at Coffee Talk WC, or I hope, like Mike, you'll call in and, and I can speak to you and hear your beautiful voices and your thoughts. So the area code is 323-642-1556, and then press 1 to talk live on air. And we're talking about training topics, including the Thailand Cave Rescue from the Wild Boar Soccer Team, um, and many aspects of that story. Of course, the World Cup soccer games. Uh, what else? What else? Those are the two stories that stuck, stick out in my mind right now. And, of course, Mike and I just had some discussion about politics. Of course, Trump is in the news again recently with, you know, about going over to Russia and all of that, the meetings. Uh, and he was in England not long ago. Uh Let's see what else. Hmm. Oh, and open mic. Also doing open mic, kind of jazzing it up. So if you want to call in and share open mic, uh, you can also do that. And if you want to do poetry, music, or comedy, um, that would be refreshing as well. So we'll jazz it up tonight. So we still have a whole hour and 20 minutes to go. Plenty of time to call in and say hello. Uh, I know when Mike called in, I was in the midst of playing a compilation of some past and bits of interviews and um, was along with music by Brandon Hilton. So I'm going to go ahead and finish that out now, and I'll be right back. Enjoy. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross. How are you doing? Is this really Ross? No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument (laughs) and a gift. 
to replicate this voice. Would you still love me if I was the only, not leaving you lonely? Everyone listening and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. And so you said time to call Shell. So I'm so glad you picked awesome. up. And a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me, so why don't you show me who I am to you? Susie, you know hey. my bio mom. Uh, oh. I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clouded by mystery. We could make history. I'll teach you a thing They weren't spending their time there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? No, we believe me. Don't give me the third degree. They were laughing. They were enjoying their time. Everyone that I ever talked to was so inspiring to me. An upcoming artist, and her name is Bean. I am here, Shell. Thank you so much for having me. And on a show like this where I get to talk live and it goes through like a radio on the internet, it's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Told me she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you you came out singing Hallelujah. So being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. You wanted to shave your head, and I was like, don't you dare! I know you and your stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said. Oh, forgive me. I'm not sure if I'm replaying the same compilation or not. I have two versions <laughs> of the compilations, and I don't know. I can't remember which one I was playing earlier. So just in case I'm replaying the same one, I'm I'm stopping in the midst of it. So <laughs> let me play a song. I'll be right back. Don't forget, call in, share your thoughts on trading topics, including the Thailand, excuse me, Thailand Cave Rescue and Wild Sport uh, Soccer Team Recovery Update and so many aspects of that story from the the heroes, rescuers to volunteers, all of them are heroes in my eyes. My goodness me. Um, and the World Cup soccer, we'll talk about that, who won all that good stuff and other training topics and or if you want to participate, open mic night again. Uh, we're doing that as well, opening this forum for you for uh, music, comedy, uh, poetry, spoken word, all that good stuff. All right. So area code again, 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk live on air or tweet me live during the show at Coffee Talk WC. And on that note, here is the next song. It's called Wherever You Are by Bean. Enjoy.
Once again, that was Wherever You Are by Bean. You can check out her music at beanmusic.com. I think she sells a website. I'm not for sure. You can find Noelle Bean, our Bean is our artist name, on Facebook. And earlier I was playing music by Brandon Hilton. You can find him on Facebook as well. Um, I am going to read a few tweets and play another song, and then I'll be back and we'll talk lots more in depth about lots of stuff where we've got serious to fun. You know, Big Brother is my, like, I call it my guilty pleasure <laughs> TV show, reality TV show to watch. Yeah, I really want Ross Matthews to call into the show so I can finally give him my little rant vent because I blame him for getting me hooked on Big Brother several years ago. It's your fault, Ross, and I need to make sure you know it. I never watched the show until like season 15 because Ross Matthews, who y'all know is who inspired me to even begin this podcast in the first place. I love him dearly. He's called a few times here and there over the years and I just love him so much and finally got to me. I'm a person a few years ago. Um, but yeah, so he got me all in a big brother, it's all his fault, you know, and every time I say, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Something else exciting happens. Like he goes on celebrity big brother and he hosts the after <laughs> the big brother show with Marissa. I'm like every Friday, you know, with the Victor house guests, I'm like, really Ross, I, I can't stop watching. I just can't. I tried, I tried, but my biggest rant with him is that the first season I watched was supposedly the first season he didn't watch, you know, the most controversial season with Aaron, Gina Maria, all of them, season 15. And so that's my little silly ongoing rant about that. But any of y'all watching Big Brother, I want to compare notes so bad. So call in. <laughs> and, of course, any other uh, topics, training topics, on a serious note, too, you know, uh, feel free to call in and share your thoughts on those news, sports, entertainment, including the telling cave rescue and the wild boar soccer team and the rescuers and the volunteers all that and more um world cup soccer so let me read a few tweets about big brother Uh, actually yeah big brother and the world cup final all right give me just a moment oh you know what i'm kind of switching back and forth here so all right hold on okay world cup final wow all right okay so Bailey says, since Swaggy left, I have no one that I'm 100% aligned with. I need you to be 100% aligned with me. Casey replied, okay, I'm down. Oh, wow. Those two are like fan favorites. Since Swaggy left, uh, Bailey won the power up, which is huge. So she can change the two nominations, whoever is voted to be on the block, chopping block, so to speak, who have a chance one of them, you know, gets evicted. Uh, Scotty's HOH this week. Uh, he made a big move. He wore the Swaggy C shirt and at the same time act like he was sporting Swaggy C when he actually voted Swaggy C out. Really interesting play there because he per- intentionally wanted to start some paranoia in the house, try to get the house against each other, you know, and kind of, I don't know, just help him, I guess, team up with certain people he wants to team up with, make his own alliance with. Uh, pretty much it's Falte, which stands for like, Five of us until the end, but only has five of them anymore because their alliance is like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's also level six. So the house is, you know, pretty much divided. There's a few floaters here and there, like Sam, who is a robot. I don't know if y'all seen the show, but if you have this poor girl had to be a robot for like technically the first two weeks, but on the show you only see one week. But I think they actually moved in a week before, you know, they started showing the TV show on air on, on television. Um, you know, they start filming early. Could you imagine? She had to sit in room, this room all day with, like, I guess, iPad or something. I don't know, controlling this robot and just could communicate through the robot, you know, with the, the that computer camera. And so to 
Solon. And um, only good thing is she got to at least get some good night's sleep, I guess. They said she went off to a house. I'm guessing where the, when they go to jury, they usually stay. It's usually like a house on the market for sale or something. that's like kind of private and really nice and all that gets a peaceful place to stay. So maybe at, at least she got some good rest. <laughs> and uh, what else? What else? I am intrigued because on Big Brother, they have power ups. And crop apps in the power apps there are now three tyler sam and now bailey have the three and they're running out of time i think this is coming up next week it's the last week if each of them don't use their power apps then they i think they either automatically get oh no wait i think tyler's is longer is it eight weeks i can't remember sam's is coming up though sam's if she doesn't use it then it automatically gets played to like the next week so i'll be i'm really intrigued to see day eviction and then by next sunday i guess new hh who who, if anyone uses their power apps or not, their power plays. Uh, so, yeah, different um, things. Sam's power app is uh, if someone gets evicted, they have a quote-unquote chance to come back to some game, means, meaning that if you get evicted, you can fight your way back. So it's not a guarantee, but you can try to come back. You know, you know have a challenge competition or something. Tyler's is interesting. Tyler's, he, he, his, his, the name of his is so perfect for him because he's kind of like um, – I want to say he's not he's not dissy at all. He's very smart actually. He, he underestimated him. Uh, but he's kind of like surfboard dude, but he's smart surfboard dude. But he tries to play it kind of like he's not smart, you know, to like win the house and stuff over. Um, yeah, he's made some good moves, but he played too hard too soon, unfortunately. And I've been rooting for him to win, and then I was like, no, you're playing too hard. You're controlling Casey. I mean, Caitlin's HOH. Don't why there was no need to do that. <laughs> um, you know, because he was HOH first week and. For, for HOH the first week, normally everyone targets the HOH. Whoever's first HOH, they usually target to get out, and they didn't target Tyler right after that. I was really impressed by that. Anyway, his power up is called, um, I think, something like the cloud. I don't know. And I think technically he has to go somewhere in the house and sit on, like, something that looks like a cloud. I don't know. I don't, to, like, safety or something. Like, if he's about to be on, put on the block, nominated for eviction, something like that. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. You can call in and tell me. <laughs> All right. So we still got a whole hour to go. Uh, let me read a few more tweets, Big Brother tweets, and um, and World Cup soccer, the final. Isn't that interesting? The boys get rescued out of the cave, and World Cup soccer is finalized. Amazing. All happy endings, I hope. I haven't seen who won yet. I'm about to find out myself. I haven't been watching. I'm one of those people that watch the – Thailand Cave Rescue a little more than the <laughs> soccer game, which I do wonder. If, I feel a little bad. Like I do wonder if that hurt the sports ratings this year. You know, they rely on advertisers and stuff, and need people to watch watch them on TV. You know, watch the games and stuff. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. World Cup. Oh, I love Josh. Josh Martinez won Big Brother last season. Josh MBB19. He says Bailey possible running one of level. 6HOH with the Power App will be one of the biggest highlights of the season. <laughs> okay, I'm retweeting. And there's a little a GIF of a GIF of Will Smith being clapping and like biting his teeth like, like ah! <laughs> like biting nails, waiting and seeing, you know, what's going to happen. That's funny. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm ready to move on to World Cup. I got to know who won. <gasps> France beats Croatia to win the World Cup. Oh, wow. That's from Twitter Moments. That's actually their Twitter name, Twitter Moments. I love it. Mm. Oh, wow. Four to two win. 
over Croatia. Well, congrats, France. Wow. Oh, man, they already got the Tour de France, and now they won the... <laughs> wow. World Soccer Wow. Amazing. We'll play a song. I'll be right back. Keep watching for your tweets and calls. Uh, tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC or call into the switchboard again at area code 323-642-1556. We're just jazzing it up tonight. Variety of stuff. That's why the tagline, no coffee talk with shell is where there's always variety of life because I never want to be limited. I always want to be limitless on my topics, interviews, guest requests, all that, which reminds me, uh, don't forget to submit your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests to me. Best way to do that is, again, Twitter <laughs> at coffee talk WC, my Twitter name. In the meantime, uh, don't forget to call in again, area code 323-642-1556, press 1 to talk live on air, or tweet me live, Coffee Talk WC once again. And in the meantime, uh, we're doing trending topics. As a reminder, I keep when I say in the meantime, let's play a song, and then I'm like, wait, I need to remind you. We're doing trending topics, including news, sports, entertainment, and or if you want to participate, open mic night, poetry, comedy, music, what have you. I need to do like a full two-hour open mic night segment soon because that's really fun all right well there's just so much going on in the world that i just really want to talk about it too you know so that's why i like to kind of do a variety section like this tonight on the podcast all right you know i never called my show a podcast to like this past year when podcasts became popular and technically it's been a podcast i mean i've had this internet talk show since 2009 you can go back in the archives find it it's a it's a podcast on itunes and everything but I don't know why I always just called it Internet Talk Show. A podcast is so much easier to say. I'm like, yep, my podcast is live, and then it's recorded. You can listen to it live and or go back and listen to it later. All right. So, yeah, just look up, uh, go to podcast on iTunes, and then find Coffee Talk with Shell. Shell spelled C-H-E-L-L-E. And you'll see a lot of fun past interviews with, like, celebrities and musicians, actors, um, nonprofits, and, you know, all kinds of topics and, and interviews you'll see. All right. In the meantime, how about, hmm, what's a good song? I really want to play a Michael Franti song, but I was kind of waiting to see if my soldier friends stop by tonight or not. I'm hoping if Emmy, if you're out there, Master Sergeant Burby, if y'all are listening, Scream Eagles, I love y'all. I miss y'all. I try to play the song when I know you're listening. I haven't heard from y'all yet, so I'll kind of, kind of hold off in case I hear from them before the end of the show, though. i got to play Time to Go Home. So that's my song that I'm by Michael Pronti Spearhead. So how about I play another song by Michael Pronti Spearhead. This is the one I always say if I had one message to give to the world, this would be it. It's called Hey World, Don't Give Up. Hope you love it just as much as I do, if not more. <laughs> All right, here we go. Enjoy. Ago, I swear it used to grow here, but no more here. Tell me why on this hill all the birds they used to come to fly here, come to die here. And tell me why I need to know, sometimes I wish I didn't have to know. Always show me Hey world, 
go on for another day or two Don't give up on me, I won't give up on you Just believe in me like I believe in you Again, that was Hey World by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Now, y'all know I could talk forever and ever, and I probably will the coming weeks, about the Thailand Cave Rescue and the Wild Boars, the Soccer Boys. I am so happy to see them doing well. I know they're still in the hospital, but they're recovering well considering all circumstances. Um, and of course, my, my condolences and my thoughts and prayers to to Sanan Kanan. I mean, oh, my goodness me. I just. He definitely did not die in vain. He died as a hero. He will his legacy will be forever remembered. Um and I, I'm keeping those boys my continued prayers, thoughts to coach to Coach Eck, um, all of them. Um 
but I, I just kind of want to jazz it up a little, you know, go from serious topic to fun topic. And I want to talk a lot more about Big Brother because I've talked a lot about the the other news stories, uh, you know, last week as well. So, all right, here we go. Where do we even start with Big Brother? So I mentioned the three power apps they've got. Um, again, that's Tyler and Bailey and Sam. And it's really interesting to watch the polls. You know, Sam started out as the favorite, uh, you know, kind of like Julie Chen said, I kind of agree with her when she said, you know, Sam got like the um, sympathy vote, so to speak. You know, I mean, I did, I'll admit, I felt bad for her. Could you imagine? You're so excited to go on this reality show you've watched for all these years. I mean, heck, I dream of going on this show. I mean, it's a chance. It's basically like real world and the challenge, like, in one. So you're, you're put in this house with, like, 16 of you strangers from around the U.S., you know, into this, this house on the CBS lot, pretty much. <laughs> and, uh, again, the season 20. So, you know, Big Brother's been, been around a long time. It's, like, one of the top rating shows ever um many years okay so huge production huge budget five hundred thousand dollars goes to first place winner and i think fifty thousand goes to second place winner um you know and so these you know most of them not all of them but most of them have seen the show at least a few seasons if not all seasons uh there's fans like me they're kind of like in between you know i think five seasons <laughs> recent anyway and uh yeah so, could you imagine you're all excited and you go on this show and can't wait to, like, get in the house and interact with everybody. But this time, this season, they make the theme of technology, which is good and bad. And kind of cute, like, the have-not rooms, like, old-school technology, like, satellite dishes are their beds. The have-not room, you know, where they, you know, have to eat, like, slop for a week and not sleep comfortably. <laughs> and then the rest of the rooms are, like, so much better. Anyway. Okay, so poor Sam, but, you know, it's part of the game. You, you know, expect the unexpected is the, the tagline for their motto for the show, and it's so true. So, um, girl, this is only week one. I mean, I think they've only been there a few days, maybe a week at most, you know, pre on TV or whatever. You know, they film a week early or whatever. So, technically, I think, I don't know, it's weird. When I hear the house guests on TV talking, I watch the After Hours show pop tv sometimes okay a lot of times but anyway and they say something like okay well technically we were this is week three but we counted as week two because you know when the start the tv show started airing on tv i don't know something weird like that but anyway and uh and so you're all excited you go on the show and you're thinking you know i can't wait to meet everyone hang out quality time get to know each other and you lose the competition and you're punished. There were two people lost, like last and second to last place, was Sam and Casey. And I can't remember which one was very last place and which one was second to last. But anyway, uh, Casey, she's she's another fan favorite. She's becoming more of a fan favorite lately. She's really nice with everyone. She's like really inspiring, tough girl, really pretty, and a, a female football player. Pretty cool uh, in San Diego. Anyway, so uh, so poor Sam. <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, you see this robot moving, and everyone's like, where's Sam? I don't see Sam in the house. And then you hear her voice through the robot. She's like, I'm an effing robot. I don't want to cuss, but you know what I'm saying, the F word. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness me. Okay. And uh, so then I was all intrigued watching it, and then I almost wanted her to keep being the robot. I hate to say it, because it was so interesting to see, like, the interactions of her as a robot and see, you know, 
Like, I was getting mad at her first because at first I was like, okay, you're getting too down about it. Like, first she was like, oh, I'm mad about having to be a robot. And then she was getting like, oh, well, poor me. I can't get any quality time. And I was thinking, okay, if I were the robot, what would I do? I would make a point to have one-on-ones. I would try to be like, hey, can we talk? And, and just have heart-to-hearts, even though you're a robot, you can still talk. So she did actually end up doing that. And then she ended up saying because she was on the she was put on the block that week, she was easier to target. Because, you know, it's easier when you haven't really bonded with someone in person to put them on the block versus, you know, you know, somebody hung out with all week in person. So anyway, so yeah, it was, uh, she, she got to stay by one vote. Caitlin was the swing vote. They persuaded Caitlin to actually go against her own alliance and vote to keep CMN and, and Steve out. Steve is an undercover cop. And Scotty, who's now the HOH this week, uh, is not happy because Steve was his writer die, and so he's like questioning all of them. Like, who is you? Who did you? Who did? Who did you vote out, Sam or Steve? He's trying to figure out because he knows one person flipped, and he's trying to figure out who the flip vote is. But Caitlin, of course, not admitting it, and he, everyone else is getting the blame. Still, it's crazy. And then, of course, Scotty himself just voted out Swaggy C while he was wearing the Swaggy C shirt to stir up controversy, paranoia in the house, all that, try to get the house more divided to his favor, you know, so he can figure out who, you know, try to align with who he wants in his own alliance. So I'm kind of wondering if the two main alliances are going to start splitting off more and more soon. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> the Falte is like, they've already lost, what, two people, pretty much. Steve, I think, was Falte, right? Steve and um, Swaggy C, of course, was like the leader, I think, of Falte. Even though Caitlin, I know, takes all the credit because she says she made up the name. But I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. That's my thought on that. Okay. I just had one of these Facebook memories pop up in front of my face, and it's about my dog. So I just have to share it with you because it's funny. Uh, you know, I get like a little notification. So off track here. I'm talking about Big Brother. My dog, this is from last summer, and it says, My dog just figured out how to open my closet. Thank goodness I don't keep socks in there. LOL. Prescott's having a good time. LOL. And they're smelling all my shoes. Oh, my. And then I put little emojis with laughing emoji, dog emoji, and little shoes, different types of shoes emojis. Oh, that's cute. Oh, wow. Oh, and another one that came up. Wow. It says, remembering how my father taught me to bite down if ever had a kidnapper put his hands over my mouth. Green but yell fire. Not rape, because sadly people respond more so if they think it affects them directly as well. So yell fire, yell fire. That's the name of a song by Michael Hardy's Spearhead. Yell fire and try and run off when all the others do. There you go. You just got advice from my own father. May he rest in peace. And my mother, too. They're both in heaven since 2008. Wow. Oh, my goodness me. (laughs) Oh, these Facebook memories are crazy. Okay, I need to stop looking. Okay. Oh. Oh, Michael Fronty appear, appeared um, in my timeline from July 15, 2016, two years ago. Okay, nice. It's for his same as it ever was video from the album Soul, Soul Rocker. Oh, this is bittersweet since France just, this is going to tie back in now to trending topics. Since France just won the World Cup soccer, congrats to them. I don't know, I only know how to say bonjour and and un toi, I think, one, two, three, four in French. <laughs> but congrats. I don't know how to say congrats in French. I'll have to learn that. Um, but to tie that back in, it says here's kind of bittersweet because it says, wow, 
um, uh, Facebook memory of mine kind of had to do with France. It says, my thoughts and prayers going out to all those affected by the tragedy in France, including my fellow UNT alumni and his son that were killed during the incident. Rest in peace, Father Sean Copeland, age 51, and his son Brody, age 11. Wow. Oh, wow. Nice France. Oh, wow. Oh, so I'm just putting that together that they had such a tragedy just two years ago on, on this date, around this date. And so I'm glad that they have some happiness now this time of year, you know, winning the World Cup. Wow. Of course, I would have preferred for my own home team, to USA, to be in the games and win and all that. But, you know, can't win them all. <laughs> but again, congrats to France. But, yeah, that, that really ties it back in full circle. Wow. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. All right. So, again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on trending topics, including news, sports, and entertainment, and or and or uh, excuse me, participate in open mic night. We still got almost an hour to go. Five zero minutes to go. So almost an hour. Uh, again, the phone number, switchboard number is area code three two three six four two one five five six, and press one to talk live on air, or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. Uh, let's find another song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. I think I'm gonna do like a, a whole movie review segment soon because you know summertime, summer movies, tons of summer movies. Hopefully, if it's not too crowded, I'm gonna go to Mamma Mia screening, free screening, free preview early. Uh, showing tomorrow night. Can't wait. That's the only thing that catches first come first serve for free tickets. But I'm gonna try. It'll be fun to see the sequel. I really like the first Mama Mia movie with Amanda Seyfried, and I, I'm intrigued with Cher. I'm wondering how that'll go. Cause I, oh my gosh, I don't know. We'll see. I love Cher. I just I don't know. I don't know. Cause um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they really, I mean, I love Cher. That's going to sound so bad. I guess they had to change it up because it's a sequel. I just don't know if they really need Cher in the sequel because they already have uh, Meryl Streep. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Here's a reason to live by Misty Mayhem. Check out her music at mistymayhem.com and find her on Facebook. Be right back. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world, slave away so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup vanity on
That song is just so good. Uh, it's a timeless song. I love it. Love it. I love Missy Mayhem too. She was one of my first guests ever. I've had been hosting this podcast almost a decade since 2009, February 2009 to be exact. And I, you know, it sounds so cliche, but it's true. I discovered her music one day on YouTube and I was like, I have to interview this girl. She is amazing. You can go back in the archive still and, and listen to it. I love it. Um, yeah, that's, that's some of my favorite interviews is like just, I mean, I do all kinds of different interviews in the past, but just interviewing like a musician and having them tell the story, you know, behind the music kind of show where they share the stories behind the songs, the album, never get tired of that. Love it. Music. I just love music. All right. So we got 42 minutes to go. If you want to call in and say hello, the phone number again is 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air to discuss trending topics, including news, sports, and entertainment. Uh, So far, we've talked a lot about, uh, well, Mike from Minnesota called in at the beginning of the show, and we talked a lot about politics. Uh, And then from there, of course, I've been talking about the tiling cave rescue and the wild boars soccer team and their coach and um, you know aspects of that story and then on the fun topic I've been uh, also discussing Big Brother my favorite guilty pleasure <laughs> reality TV show to watch and uh, and also I haven't you know what let me see if I can find a poem to read since I'm asking y'all to also participate open mic night if you want poetry comedy music um, my favorite little this is not my stand-up. I do stand-up comedy. Well, I haven't done it in a while because of stage fright issues. But when I do it, I do not tell one-liner cheesy jokes. Please know I actually am more of a storyteller comedian. Like I share, I'm vulnerable. I share my life stories into my actual uh, comedy material and comedy act. But just for grins, it started with like, I forgot what it was called, Classic Joke Wednesday or whatever the Ellen Choice do. I made up like over 100, 100 one-liner jokes, but the one that always sticks for this podcast that I usually share, and I'm like, oh, tell your friends and family or whoever, strangers, this silly one-liner joke, just like for an icebreaker or what have you. And it goes like this, so jot this down or pause the show and then replay whatever to remember it. But here it goes. It's really cheesy. I'm warning you now. <laughs> No pun intended. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, here we go. What does sugar say to cream every morning? Smell the coffee. Get it? Because, you know, the sugar cream are inside the coffee. Unless the joke kind of works kind of done because, you know, it's just like personifying the items like they're in the coffee talking to each other. But then, if you know, if you don't make your coffee with sugar cream, if you make your coffee just black, you might the joke might not work for you. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, cream, sugar, what have you. And ironically, I don't even use sugar, and that's in my joke. I really should say what do cream and sweet and low or saccharin or whatever say to each other because I can't taste sugar because I have a damaged olfactory nerve since I was 19 and fainted and fell, long story short. And certain things I can't taste like sugar, but I can taste saccharin. So I really should change the joke for myself. To, <laughs> what is saccharin and uh, excuse me, what is saccharin and sweeteners? Wait, what do you Sweet. Maybe I should. Oh, maybe I should just say sweetener. What do sweetener and cream say to each other? I'm talking aloud now. It's just simple to say sugar. What do sugar and cream say to each other? Okay, I'm really rewriting this joke in my head. I've got to stop. All right, so uh, let's switch to poetry. All right, so there's one liner joke on that. What were the other things I said? Spoken word, poetry, comedy, music. Oh, maybe I'll karaoke a song for y'all. Here is a poem I wrote in high school for the open mic segment. And again, if you want to call in and share 
your own poetry, comedy, music, or uh, participate in open mic night and or share your thoughts on trending topics, new sports entertainment. Again, that switchboard phone number, I keep watching for your calls, area code 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. And again, here is a poem I wrote okay, in high school called Hoping. Sometimes people hope for the worst, while others hope for the best. <laughs> yet all people, oh, people hope for so many different things, yet all people have some kind of hope. True that. We hope for peace, joy, and understanding. We hope for our friends and family. We even hope for ourselves. When you see a child hurt himself, do you hope he's healed? When a friend has been beaten, do you hope he's taken care of? When someone tries to steal from you, do you hope he's helped or do you hope he's punished? Deep thought there. Deep thought question. We all have one thing in common, hope. In one way or another, we all hope. Hopefully your hope is the good hope. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. High school poetry. Oh, here's a heartbreaker. Hmm. Yeah, I was in love with this fun love, uh, quote-unquote, not really. We became best friends and never dated, luckily, and I called him Brother Blake. Love you, Brother Blake. And I had the biggest crush on him in high school, and I wrote all these heartbreaking poems, and I look back and laugh now about them. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. Okay, this one's going to make you laugh, probably. Okay. A special letter. By Shell. Dear God, oh please, can that phone please ring? I wanted to have him as my boyfriend so bad. I guess all I did was make him mad. Trying so hard to learn so much about him that I always talk to his best friend. I'm too scared to call this time. He may be just fine. What if it's just me feeling this pain? Is there nothing for me to gain? Oh God, I know you care about me. Just tell me though, does he? Love forever, Shell. <laughs> I was like 15 years old when I wrote these poems. Okay, I'll read one more because I'm sure you're laughing a lot now. And, you know, it's good to laugh. So, yeah. (laughs) And I think this is the one I wrote that he got mad at me about. Yeah. I'm like, why are you mad? You don't like me back. We're just friends. Friend zoned. (laughs) Hashtag friend zoned. So far apart by Shell. What is it that tears us so apart? You gave me nothing while I gave you my heart. All this time, I thought you were true. So many things I would have done for you. I know that we were only friends. I wish I believed would stay until the end. I wish for one time you would do something for me. Open your heart and set your mind free. Then something will happen that you just won't believe. Oh, my goodness. That does not sound like the way I intended it. All right. Yeah, so I think that's the one he got mad at me about. <laughs> yeah, fun times. All right. So there's a part of open mic night, and I'm thinking about a song. I'm going to call my friend Brian see if he'll sing a song with me. Hold on.
probably laugh. He might not even answer. If he doesn't answer, then I'll just sing all my own. I, I don't sing I karaoke, just so y'all know. And I'm going to just sing my own little song here. This is called Nobody by Sylvia. It's really old school. It's like this friend I had from like fourth grade to ninth grade. I know it's crazy. We were like best friends for five years. And then like first day of ninth grade, just she dropped all her friends, including me. That was her best friend and just like totally didn't talk to anyone she knew before. Like she got in high school, thought she'd change her image, get all new friends. And we didn't talk until our 10-year high school reunion. She just came up to me and said hi, and we just talked like it was normal. And I never said a thing about it because I was like, let bygones be bygones. But this song, she and I loved so much and sang all the time. And I, I again, I don't sing a karaoke, but I'm just trying to change it up a little bit here with variety tonight. So we'll do open mic part of the show. So I hope you enjoy this song called Nobody by Sylvia. Here we go. I don't know if you can hear the background music or not but an ad just started so hold on (laughs) trying to figure out how to toggle between screens too here okay at a restaurant she walked by i said to her call a certain look in your eye i said who's that he said with a smile oh it's nobody oh nobody well, maybe that explains the last two weeks. You call me up, dead on your fleet. Yeah, Blake, <laughs> 15-year-old high school days. And you said, nobody. <laughs> nobody, just kidding. You're nobody called today. And she hung up when I asked her name. Well, I wonder, does she think she's being clever, clever? You say nobody's after you The fact is what you say is true But I can love you like nobody can Even better Last night we went for a drive We were miles away I asked who's on your mind You said nobody Why do you ask Call her again I could have told you that We came back home Got ready for bed To myself I've got one shot left You're still mine And I won't stand in line Behind nobody Oh nobody Well you're nobody Called today And she hung up when I asked her her name. Well, I wonder, does she think she's being clever? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Say nobody's after you. Fact is, what you say is true. But I can love you like nobody can. Even better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're nobody called today. She hung up when I asked her name. Well, I wonder, does she think she's being clever? 
Again, I never claim that I sing. I always say I karaoke. I don't sing I karaoke because I'm not a singer. I wish I could sing. I just karaoke, and that was fun. And I was just trying to jazz, jazz up the show a little with variety. <laughs> so sing or, or, you know, do poetry, spoken word, comedy, what have you. I mean, I'm reading high school poems and karaokeing <laughs> an old song. I'm sure most of you have much better skills and talent. I would love to hear so again, um, always open to open mic night, poetry, comedy, music, and of course as well, turning topics. So just doing kind of a combined segment tonight and giving you all the opportunity if you want to call in like Mike did earlier. Appreciate that again. Uh, so again, area code 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk live on air. And or, oh, this one's actually kind of a, interesting poem. I'm going to share one more poem. It's a little deeper. Um, yeah, so area code 323-642-1556 and then press 1 to talk live on air and or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. Okay, so this guy, Blake, we, you know, became best friends later on. I call him Brother Blake. Calls me Sister Shell. We love each other dearly. Uh, you know, no choice since 15 years old. I'm about to be 44. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> hard to believe, but growing old is a privilege. I'm thankful for every birthday. Yeah, this is my birthday month. Uh, so, got a couple more. Mm-hmm. A little under two weeks to go. Oh my gosh. Okay, anyway, off track. So, uh, give me the rundown. We were in high school and band together, had a huge crush on him. We're only two and a half months apart, which is crazy because, like, I was 10th grade, he was 9th grade. Because my birthday's in the summer, like most of, like I graduated high school at seventeen years old, which is awesome and crazy and cool at the same time. But then it's like, I don't know. Put things in perspective. My biological mom like gave me up for adoption at age seventeen, so it's kind of like blows my mind thinking about stuff like that. You know, different stories, perspectives, and stuff. You know, at that age, and also, um, you know, most of my closer friends were in the grade level behind me because I was closer in age to most of them because I started school kind of young for my grade level. You know what I mean? Because it's a summer birthday, age cutoff, whatever. All right. And so the rundown on this poem called Memories of Yesterday is, um, okay, I promise to be my last poem for now. Okay. Um, anyway, backstory, Blake and I were good friends. He knew I had a crush on him, but he would not date me and never understood why. And he dated this girl. Shout out. Hi, Stephanie. How are you doing? We're all Facebook friends. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> She's very nice. And I never thought I'd be friends with her back then. So, I mean, she was always nice to me, but it was really hard because, you know, I, I loved Blake, you know, high school crush, whatever you want to call it. And uh, anyway, I'm not going to say his last name so I can say that, you know, it turned out that it kind of worked out for the better because it turned out he's gay. <laughs> and it's funny looking back because I would give him such a hard time, but why won't you date me? And now I'm like, oh, well, we ended up being lifelong friends, so that's awesome. <laughs> you know, because I think, I think it might not have gone that way. I don't know. Anyway, I have another whole ex story I could get into, but I'm not going to get into. Okay, that's for another day. Mm, about exes and gays. Okay, love them all. And they can be really good friends. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Uh, Memories of Yesterday by Shell. Y'all ready? All right. Here's the poem. 
this was my turning point where I'm like, oh, he really loves her. He does not like me. All right. <laughs> Looking back from photographs of yesterday, I began to remember a certain day. Reading letters from the past, I began to realize nothing lasts. Hearing songs we used to share, I began to understand you didn't care. Talking to friends of yours and mine, I began to feel like leaving this time. Seeing you and her hold hands, I've yet begun to take a stand. Smelling a petal from a dead rose, I began to realize that's the way our relationship goes. <laughs> Thinking about you used to set my mind at ease. Because of you, my brain is a tease. Ooh, that's actually a good line. I could, <laughs> I could beg for you to love me, crawl on my hands and knees. What's the point? Your heart and mine never included me. I found out you finally gave her a kiss. The touch of your hand, the ways you moved, and most of all, the way we used to be. I will always miss you and me. This is so cheesy, but the background story, the, to recap at, the, um, at that point, basically the other part I didn't mention, is that he, he asked me to prom. We went to prom together in high school, so I thought he liked me back. And, I, you know, we did slow dance and everything. Thought, oh, this is great. This guy likes me back. No. No, he ends up dating Stephanie. I still to this day say because she had a car and I didn't, you know. who What guy wouldn't want to date a girl with a car in high school and you don't have a car yourself. And I didn't have a car. But anyway, no, she's a very nice girl. Love you, Stephanie. Um, anyway, yeah, just saying. But anyway, that's what happened. So that's why I wrote the poem because we went to prom together and then he ended up dating this girl and then I could handle it until I found out like they actually kissed I was like I mean why would they not kiss how dumb of me to think they wouldn't kiss you know what I'm saying <laughs> I think he made it a big deal to me though like uh, yeah we're dating but we haven't kissed yet we haven't kissed and then I'm like wait I found out y'all did kiss and he's like yeah we finally kissed and I'm like I'm gonna write this stupid poem <laughs> oh we've all been there done that huh oh lord anyway Maybe more poems another episode for y'all. Those are some cheesy high school day poems. All right. So I'm going to play another song, 24 minutes to go. If you want to call and say hello and share your own cheesy poems, music, comedy, poetry, what have you, participate in open mic night or say hello and share your thoughts on training topics, including Big Brother, Expect the Unexpected, uh, Thai, the Thai Cave Boys, the Thai... Thailand Cave Rescue, the Wild Boar Soccer Team, uh, and the World Cup Soccer and more. Uh, so I'm going to play another song. When I come back, I'll read some some tweets, opinions, and go from there. In the meantime, I hope you'll stay well. So here is Dean song, Stay Well. Enjoy. Be right back.
Once again, that was Stay A While by Bean. Just for grams, let's see what are the trending topics all together, like a kind of an overview here on Twitter and Facebook. All right, so let's start on Twitter. Of course, the World Cup is trending. Again, France won over Croatia. Congrats to them. There's a really beautiful video, um, celebration video in Paris. Oh, it's gorgeous. It says on the, how do you say this, Arc de Triomphe. Uh, holograms of each member of France's squad appear on the mon- monument along with their hometowns in celebration of their win at the World Cup. That is so cool. Very cool. Thank you, JPW underscore MVC Sports that tweeted. It looks amazing. All right. Um, let's see what else here. A moment. Now, Twitter, of course, isn't always just news events. Well, it's all sort of. Okay. So, one of my favorite hash, uh, trending hashtags on Twitter right now for me to read or people replies. I love it when they do stuff like this is things I'm blessed with. So I'm going to answer myself with my podcast. And I know that may sound so cliche because I'm hosting the podcast as I say it, but it's honestly the truth. You know, I mentioned that earlier, Ross Matthews who inspired me. And the reason why I started was because after both my parents died in 2008, I was going through grief recovery class. Well, technically, my dad died, and then when I was going through grief recovery class, I ended. My mom died two weeks later, and I became. I started volunteer teaching grief recovery classes to kind of like give back and return after that for a while, for a few years or so. But anyway, and it may sound silly, but you know, we each cope with grief differently, of course. And for me, I realized I needed at least one certain something in my life every week to just look forward to. And I realized podcast was the way to go. I was always inspired by Ross Matthews' positivity. I loved him on, you know, as he started out with Ross intern on Jay Leno and I'd follow him and, you know, he did these video blogs and everything and came across his podcast, started listening to on blog talk radio back in the day, back then. And, uh, and I was like, Oh my gosh, 
I can do this. I can, I'll just give it a try. And if you look back in the archives, you'll see, like, I think my first six episodes were like 30 minutes each. And they were all my, my own uh, lessons that I would give the students from grief recovery classes. And that something, if you go back to the very first episodes I roasted, were like coping with loss, grief recovery, week one, week two, these are the lessons. This is the homework. <laughs> yeah. That was just kind of like get a fill of, you know, stuff. But luckily my show ended up becoming more than just that. And, you know, I had no idea what path it would take me and lead me to, you know, Super Bowl came in Dallas. Uh, was it 2010, I think, or 2011? I don't know. And I I got media pass and got to meet tons of celebrities. I had the most amazing time, things like that. I never thought in a million years I was capable of, honestly. And, uh, yeah, so I really am thankful for the podcast. I am thankful for every single listener co-host guests I've ever had all of you sponsors all of you I mean I don't really have sponsors now but I've had in the past but anyway um you know what I'm saying like I just I just love it because you learn so much from each other you really do and the show isn't possible without each of you and that's what started what kept me going so thank y'all um and it's pretty cool to get to connect with people around the world through a podcast you know what I mean it's really amazing Okay, so that's trending. I think that's really fun. If y'all want to check it out, again, hashtag things I'm blessed with on Twitter. Um, Power TV and PO Stables are also trending on Twitter. I'm not exactly sure what these mean, so forgive me. I guess y'all can look them up. Postables. Uh, what else? I, mean, I don't know what Power TV is either. <laughs> I guess we'll be learning new stuff tonight. And let's see what else. Oh, 90 Day Fiance. It's usually trends on Twitter on Sunday nights. I guess it's a TV show. I've never seen it. Uh, Claws TNT, R-H-O-T, Real Housewives of something. Uh, <laughs> uh, what town is P? Philadelphia? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can tell I don't watch the show. I don't know. I really don't know. I still can't find the answer. I'm trying to Google it, and I still don't know. What is this? Hmm. Someone wrote perfume. Yeah, that's funny. I like perfume, but I don't think that's the answer. Real Housewives of... Oh, now i got to know. Why y'all do this to me? Real Housewives of Oh, Potomac? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Interesting. Is that the is that what's trending tonight? Potomac, is that Maryland? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's cool. They have a Northeast city. I like that. Okay, Northeast Coast. I don't really watch the Real Housewives shows. I I did in the very beginning, and I was like, why am I watching this stuff? <laughs> anyway, Twitter moments. Let's let's switch gears here. Oh no, Putin's umbrella steals the show at the World Cup presentation. Oh my goodness. As the rain poured down during the World Cup trophy presentation, Putin was temporarily the only one with an umbrella to keep him dry. Oh, my. Uh, There's also lava from the volcano on Hawaii's big island. Oh, boy. Created a tiny new island. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, What else? What else? Interesting. Your tire Sunday. Um... Oh, no, this is awful. My thoughts and prayers here. Massachusetts police officer hit by a large rock, shot, killed by own gun. Oh, 
Uh, oh my gosh, I'm not going to go into details right now, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Coffee Talk WC. I'm retweeting the story right now. If you if you want to read further into it, my thoughts and prayers for his family and all. Oh my goodness, that is horrific. Oh wow. Oh my goodness me, that is terrible. I know it sounds awful, but it, you know sometimes you just have those memory triggers. And it made me, rem- thinking of rocks and stuff, it made me remember how when I was in elementary school, like second grade, I actually had a classmate. And he was he was a good kid, a nice kid, you know, he's like like any eight-year-old boy, you know, just, or not eight. I'm, well, yeah, we were about eight, second grade. Um, were we eight? Maybe seven. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um he, you know, was like a normal boy, wanted to play and stuff. He was a good kid overall. Anyway, we went on a field trip, and Rock got hit by a rock, basically. True story. My classmate named Rock got hit by a rock. It hit his head. It wasn't good, but he ended up being all right, thankfully. But I always thought, that's ironic that your name's Rock and you got hit by a rock. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, kids never forgot that. Heck, I didn't forget that. I'm about to be 44 years old. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, shout out to Rock, wherever you are. I hope you're doing well. It's Shell from elementary school. Remember me, Crestview Elementary? <laughs> Remember when you got hit by Rock Rock at the field trip? Yeah, good thing your mom was sponsoring us that day, huh? Because she was the parent that accompanied us, so she was there to take care, good care of you in your head. All right, that didn't sound right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Um, a little under 15 minutes to go. I've been reading a few things that are trending on Twitter. Let's go over to Facebook and read a headline news stories that are trending over there. Sometimes I can't get it to pop up. I don't know why it's so weird. Yeah. Well, not might not be able to see what's trending. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. That's okay. I'm still trying, but I'm not having much luck, y'all. My bad. I just see I just see baseball sports, and it looks like my team, Texas Rangers, lost to Baltimore, five to six. Bummer. Yeah, I don't know why it's not coming up. Oh well. Usually I can see the trending news stories, but it it's just not it's not coming up. Oh well, twelve minutes to go. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Twitter. Um, Toes FX World Cup final. Let me read a few more. Oh, Pose FX star, Ian Jamal Swain urges Madonna to appear on second season. Okay, that's what that, why that's trending. Okay, uh, let me read a few more brother tweets and a few more Thailand cave rescue tweets. Okay. Yeah, ZBS Big Brother wrote, this could change everything. And it's a picture of uh, Bailey winning the pirate. I love that. Okay, Big Brother Daily, also known as BB underscore updates, tweeted, Caitlin said, I can't even believe this. Tyler said, you are not going to go home. 
Kayla said, it was nice knowing you. And then Tyler said, put on some calm oils. <laughs> That's the most ironic part about Caitlin and on Big Brother, y'all, is because she's like, you know, like all meditation and aura and good vibes. And she's like the, the most anxiety person in the house. Most anxious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Tyler's calmer than her, that's for sure. Oh, my gosh. I love that he told her to use her calm oils. That is so funny. Oh, love it. All right. So a few more tweets here and updates. Okay. So, again, this is a Big Brother Season 20. Can y'all believe it? Um, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. They are so crazy. All right. So, oh, these are updates. So, I apologize in advance if this is a spoiler alert. Don't just tune out for a second here and then come right back. But I don't know. I'm kind of reading as a go here. I haven't watched the After Hours show lately, so I don't know. Let's see what the very last tweet says, and then we'll kind of get a feel of update. All right, so one minute ago, Big Brother Update says, Brett says, I don't know what's going on. Tyler says, Sam freaked out. Brett says, it was just weird. Scotty gave her the HOH, and she's holding meetings. And Tyler replies, Scotty was sketched out about it, too. And then Brett's like, what the F is going on? Oh, no, it sounds like Sam has become Tyler. Sam's trying to take over Scotty's HOH. Oh, that's what Tyler did to Kaylin's HOH. Oh, no. And then uh, McTweet, also known as Taylor McDowell on Twitter, wrote, Sam got to stop touching Caitlin's oils. Oh, Sam, that's not good. Sam getting herself in trouble now. Oh, no. We'll see what happens. Let's see what fans are saying. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, no. Production brought the witch doctor of doom to do a number on Sam. Oh, no. Goalie mom 1104 just wrote that. Oh, no. Prescott says, hi, that's my 10-year-old dog, Prescott. He says, hi, turns 11 on New Year's Day. Isn't that a cool birthday to have, New Year's Day? Oh, no. Oh, I love this. Rach Pittman says, this is agonizing and comical at the same time. Hashtag Sam talks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Y'all see how the show can become so entertaining. That's my guilty pleasure TV show to watch. Oh, my goodness me. Sam, here's some extra paint for that extra large target you're painting on your back. <laughs> Rolling eye emoji. Thank you, ghost of K-Beck. Sam, why? Sam was doing so well, staying low in the game and getting the power up. Why is she doing this to herself? I don't think I don't think she realizes she's doing it. Oh, boy. I got to watch the after our big brother tonight till I fall asleep. I got to know what's up. It sounds pretty silly. Oh, no. What in the world? Ooh, the theory. They always have the theory that, you know, production and Diary Room are, like, meddling. And I want to retweet these two tweets that basically are confirming that. Well, they're, you know, I don't know if they're confirming. They're reinforcing. Stating that uh, Coffee BB20, well, I like your name because that's coffee in it. it, says, Oh, Sam confirmed it's the diary room meddling in the game and interference has led to this empty nothingness nonsense. Oh, no. And BB for N, also known as Big Brother fan, wrote, LOL, production got in Sam's head and has her stressing. 
Oh, no. Oh, this makes sense. Uh, Joy Grenade says, Sam's paranoia brought to you courtesy of the diary room they call DR. Courtesy of the DR's leading or misleading questions. Oh, yeah, because when, when these house guests, you know, they go in the diary room, the DR, they they ask interview questions. You're like, hey, how, so how do you feel about Scotty being HOH or what do you think about you know, whatever. They're not supposed to, like, give the game away, but sometimes I, I think it's unfair because I think sometimes the questions do lead to make the house guests vote one way or think one I, I do see that could be an influence in some ways which I don't like you know because I mean it's like like in real life you go to jury duty you're not supposed to influence you can't watch tv or whatever like so I don't like the I mean I know it's a little different but I still don't like production oh boy my dog Prescott's getting all kinds of trouble in the office okay he usually digs for socks on Sunday nights when he knows the military canine soldier dogs are listening but socks and now and normally it's funny he never does this except when i host the podcast sunday nights when because of that i think because he knows about the soldiers listening for overseas and all um but during the week when i'm working from home he's fine calm in the office for the most part but tonight he is climbing up on a box what are you doing what oh boy i'm gonna let me play a song i'll be right back before this lamp falls over Oh my. All right. Here is Lois Lane by Bean. I'll be right back, y'all. On the set of scene one, take 23. Was the first time you laid your eyes on me. Hair in a fuss, hit by a bus. Baby, don't like when I cuss. Oops, you make me laugh. It's no mistake. Suit with those tights underneath. You got them fooled, but I know the truth. Your secret's safe with me. Super. 
No. No. Prescott. Prescott. What is the matter? He is so hyper, y'all. I don't know what what got no. into you. Do y'all hear him? What in the world got into you? It is it's ten o'clock central time. It's past your bedtime here. He likes to go to, he likes to get in bed technically at nine. But we don't go to sleep till like midnight usually. I try to go to bed earlier, but I usually can't fall asleep till like midnight or later. It's and then even then I don't really sleep. I just listen to, to like the iPod music and news and stuff like and podcasts too. I listen to other podcasts. Um so yeah, he's gotten a little hyper tonight. So he says hi. <laughs> Barks and hellos and loves and hugs from Prescott, y'all, my 10-year-old doggy. He is a Carn Terrier and Lasso Opso mix. He is a lot like the Shih Tzu, um, which is the cousin dog to the Lasso Opso. All right, anyway, enough about that. We only got like a minute left. Oh, my goodness, time flies. And I think I went over time, too, cause I, because I had to log in and start like two minutes late because I couldn't get logged in earlier. My apologies again for that. Thank you so much, Mike from Minnesota, calling in earlier. I appreciate you. And don't forget, if you want to submit your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests, best way to do that via Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And I hope you all start calling in as well during uh, the Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, jot down this phone number, save it to your cell phone contacts, area code 323-642-1556. And you just press 1 to talk live on air when the show airs on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time, also known as 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific. It's a two-hour format show with tons of variety from trending topics to open mic and much more stuff. So, again, <laughs> and sometimes 11 hugs and hellos from my dog. Anyway, um yeah, so thank you all so much for being a part of the show. I really appreciate it. If you're listening live or later, what have you, again, the huge thanks to Mike for for keeping me company earlier. Appreciate his insight. Um, and again, I hope you'll keep in touch and say hello during the week. I'm wishing each of you a wonderful, safe week. And don't forget to say hello on Twitter, Coffee Talk WC. Love and peace. This is Shell signing off now. Bye. <laughs>